Join our incredible moms who have mastered the art of balancing motherhood in today's episode of We Time Convo. My name is Debbie. This is Liza. Moms sharing inspiring stories, practical tips, and a few hilarious anecdotes. And it all begins now. Thanks for joining us for We Time Combo. And we have actually a special guest with us, uh, Lana Nguyen. She's a dear friend of both mine, Irene's, and Liza's. And Lana, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for welcoming me. <laughs> like, it's like yeah. my show. Thank you for having me. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I'm really excited to have you on board just because I love to hear some thoughts in regards to, you know, uh, we're, we're a co-parenting, uh, well, not parent co-parenting, but a parenting and, you know, wanting to get some advice. And so in regards to our topics, one that came up is around raising children, but specifically in your case, raising boys. Liza and I are unique in the sense that we have girls. So hearing your perspective and how that compares to our perspective of raising girls, that is something that I want to hear. Oh, yeah, it'll be really interesting. <laughs> That's for sure. Awesome. So Lana has two boys. Yes. So tell us more about Dylan and and Dylan actually was a guest on one of the episodes, which was like the G, the Gen Z lingo episode. Yes. Yes, he was. So I have two boys, Dylan, who is 16 now. And then I have Logan, who is 12 and completely opposite boys. I mean, Dylan, I even though I had two boys, Dylan was always like my daughter because (laughs) the way we, we used to argue, the way we talk, it was just like. That's my daughter. So the things that he did growing up, I always not say like, oh, you know, my daughter. But I would joke with him when he's in a bad mood. I'm like, Dylan, are you on your period again? And he's so <laughs> mad at me. <laughs> now that he's 16, he's very mature. It's different. He talks to me like sometimes when he has problems, he pretty much tells me everything, which is great. We have a really close bond and a good relationship. Logan, on the other hand, is so opposite, very carefree, very like, I don't care, you know, whatever you want. You know, this morning I was just yelling at him about his grades and how he didn't submit assignments. And so I was like, okay, no games, no iPad. And he was like, okay, mom, like he's just so carefree where I just don't know how to balance him out and figure out him. But yeah, totally complete opposite. I can yell at him and then 10 minutes later, he will be the sweetest kid still. He'll be like, hi, mom. Like, you know, Logan's really yeah, sweet. He, he gives the best sibling. hugs, too. He does. He does yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's both of them in a nutshell. Yeah, pretty much. So did you always want wanted boys? So originally when I had Dylan, when I was pregnant, I really wanted a boy first. I don't know that image of my head always like, you know, I wanted a like a older son and like if I had like a daughter you know he could be like a big brother type of person and then so when I was pregnant with Logan I really wanted a girl but at the moment I found out I had a boy I was kind of relieved 
Because I didn't know how to raise a girl, especially the things that I've heard when I was younger. I would tell my mom, mom, I don't think I could raise myself like that would have been crazy. (laughs) And she's like, yeah, you were, you know, a terrible child. But luckily it turned out okay. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, the moment I found out Logan was a boy, I was kind of relieved that, you know, I was having two boys. Yeah. So it made it, you know, easier raising two boys together. Now, with raising boys, was there like when I think about um, having Vanessa, there was certain things already in my mind based on my experience as being a minority woman that I wanted to make sure that she that was instilled in her. So when she grew up, she would be better equipped to be in this world and maneuver around it Mm -hmm. did you have any of those thoughts when you go okay i'm i have boys that will turn into men were there anything specifically that you thought about that like this is how i would like to raise them or instill in them because obviously the impact of them having to maneuver in the the world and the experiences that that you've gone through. Yeah. So when I had the boys, I wanted them to be tough. So, it, it, you know, it's like that whole stereotype, like, oh, you know, boys shouldn't cry, things like that. And I'm not very much of a softy. So, like, you know, there are times where Dylan would play basketball and he would fall and, you know, people would run to him. And I'm like, no, leave him alone. He's fine. He's not bleeding. It was just like I needed him to be tough. But for some reason, the tables turn when I had Logan. And I think a lot of the influence had to do with Chung's family. They just like babied him so much. So he's like more soft in a way. But he's still, you know, a good kid. But Dylan is to me is like that tough kid. Now, if, you know, he goes out, out on his own. I was telling Liza he's driving now, so I'm not too worried about him. But if it was like Logan driving, I'd be like, oh, my gosh, is he OK? You know, it's just like different. I wanted them to be tough boys. And there was a time where Logan was wrestling with his cousin and he lost. So he was crying and it made me upset because I'm like, why are you crying? You're a boy. Boys shouldn't cry. But in my head, you know, that's not like how reality works anymore right before it's always like you know you need to be a boy you need to be tough this this, and that the one thing that i both raised them to be was to be respectful like no matter Mm -hmm. what you always have to be respectful you know always say hi to adults like say yes and thank you no thank you and all of that so those are the the things that both of them have in common got it got it and i have to say that the the respectful and the tough and you know like the carefreeness that i've seen from your boys it's definitely there yeah. So, like, you're doing a good job. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. It, you know, it's really hard raising kids, right? You don't have this parenting book. No, no you don't. And it's like, we just wing it. No, and it don't. never goes how you want it to be. No. Like, at all. So, I think for me, it's like, I'm going to raise my kids exactly the opposite of how I was <laughs> when I was younger because I did everything wrong and so far it's been it's been okay but yeah same same for me I just want my kids to be respectful just you know be appreciative of what they have uh-huh. um, and just always like thankful and so far they've been okay just a little you know the tweens are hard yeah like um, Ava's very emo like every day I don't know what kind of personality I'm going to get from her you know, I don't she can hate like hate me one day and then the next day she completely love me. Yeah. So it's just like the hormones and 
everything like that. And I don't know if it's the same for like boys, but I feel like girls with like their periods and everything and all that. I think it's just like, I think it's times 10. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's definitely different for girls versus boys. I want to say that Dylan was had like that attitude since like first grade and he didn't start mellowing out until maybe seventh grade Mm -hmm. where now it's like, okay, he has his moments where he's moody and then I'll check him real quick. And he's like, okay, mom. But for the most part, he's not bad. Logan is so sweet where I was telling Trung, I said, when is the day he's, is it that he's going to turn on us where he's going to give us attitude and all of that? And Trung and was like, I don't think he is. And I said, you never know. The, you know, we he's were so young. young. Yeah, he's still young. He hasn't hit puberty. So it's like there, you know, we were teenagers as well. My brother was a teenager. I mean, we've seen it all. So I'm just waiting for that moment. But I think for girls, definitely different than boys as far as like the attitude and the moodiness, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Lana, you mentioned that you wanted your voice to be tough. Was there, why was that something that you wanted to instill in them? You know what? And it's not something like my parents instilled in my brother. Right. But that was always in my head. Like if I had a boy, he had to be tough. He had to be like a man type of, you know, even though they were kids, it's like, don't cry. And just like the stereotype that, I don't know. It's not like I grew up listening to my parents tell my brother that it was just something in my head. And I I was like, um, I grew up like pretty, you know, I'm not like an emotional child and an emotional person per se. So maybe that had to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't start like kind of mellowing it out until I had Logan and I saw his personality where it's not going to work on him. Got it. Got it. No. And the reason why I ask is because that toughness that you mentioned is something that I actually wanted to make sure Vanessa had as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was just based on the experience. Like I said, again, you know, we're in a society where, you know, women need to be independent just because of and, and doesn't mean that she can't depend on somebody. But I didn't want her to feel like that that was the route being an independent person find yourself the world is it it really does a reality check because I think in a lot of ways there's like she's sheltered from a lot of things in the world and so once she gets into this adulthood and starts figuring out what she wants to do and how she needs to maneuver she needs to be tough because you know things aren't that easy or that pretty yeah so I was just curious yeah where that toughness comes in because I sometimes I actually don't see it in it just being a boy or girl Mm -hmm. you know what I mean yeah that could be it too because I grew up where I always like was kind of protective of myself too and like the people around me so that could have played a role in it but I'm not even sure where that came from but I always knew like if I had a girl, I think it. I would want her to be, be tough, tough. But exactly. at the same time, I would probably shelter her differently. Really? Yeah. Yep. Interesting. No, that, yeah. And that yeah. is interesting because I think you're probably right and to a certain extent that not so much with boys. Yeah. Right. It, it would be different. Yeah. A because different way. so with boys, it's like they go out you know, their curfew at a certain time. But I think if I had a daughter, it's like, okay, where is she going? Who is she going with? Give me, you know, the friend's number. Like, I'm going to drop you off, pick you up, that type of deal. I think it's just different, right? Because we grew up as girls too. And 
when we were growing up, we thought like, oh, you know, we could do anything and, you know, there's nobody that's going to hurt us. But that's not reality. No, I was treated different. I mean, I have a brother, so he got to do whatever the hell he wanted. And (laughs) of course, I, you know, my parents were like. Now, do you you, like, for example, like in my household, like like you said, just a little different. We would have to take care of the inside chores and then there would be outside chores, which my brother would have to do like mowing the lawn. He had to learn how to mow the lawn. Not once did my dad ever ask me and my sister to like come out here and mow the lawn. But you so, had to do the dishes and the laundry, right? Yes, the mm-hmm. dishes and the laundry. And then the garbage was like his thing. Not to say that we couldn't do it. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, it shouldn't pile up. But that was their thing. So there was like certain things that they taught him that they didn't necessarily expect us to to learn. Yeah. And I think some of that trickles down on how we teach our kids too, right? It's like for the boys, you go you know outside and you do yard work and <laughs> take out the trash yeah, yeah. And take out the trash that's their responsibility right take out the trash and like do yard work when your dad decides that you have to do it but like as far as dishes and cooking i do all of that you know do you, do you expect your boys to also pick up with the dishes so they set the table they clear the table washing dishes i am really particular so even when <laughs> yeah no i get it right yeah, yeah. he's like there's no a way of just you know there's no right way of loading the dishwasher i said yes there is and you're not doing it the right way you can't trust kids because you're eating on that stuff yeah yeah so you're eating on that stuff and it's like you could get soap residue on there all guys are boys are nasty they are nasty except dylan dylan is pretty clean a neat freak okay. for some reason that's why i call him like my version of a daughter yeah like, he's just very organized and clean but when you walk into logan's room it, it looked like the tornado hit it <laughs> it's awful <laughs> no i think it's the same for girl. i find dirty dishes under ava's bed all the time is it's it a disgusting thing? i think it's a teen thing that's so gross it is really yeah. gross Sorry, Ava, for putting you out there. Yeah. <laughs> just like, maybe mom. you'll clean up after yourself. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> yeah, they don't care. They don't yeah. care. They're like, eh, somebody, you know, the dish fairy is going to come and clean it. Yeah. <laughs> Which is mom. Now, with with boys, do you have certain wor- like what were your worries with boys, if at all? So my worry right now is like when they're a teenager and if they have a girlfriend. Right. So the worries are like getting a girl pregnant we're allowed to say all this, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or, um, you know, like in the future, if they go off to college, you just hear all these stories. And then I watch a lot of Law and Order SVU. <laughs> so it's yeah. like, oh my gosh, what if, you know, some girl says like, you know, claim that he assaulted her, like things like that. I worry about their future, like all the things that I do, I'm setting up for their future because all the, you know, things that we are doing right now, we can't take it with us when we die. So we leave it with our kids. Right. And so my biggest worry is like I have two boys and I've seen in the you know the past where relatives are fighting because of like you know the Mm in-laws so it's like okay Dylan you know you're gonna have to get a prenup and he's like yes mom I know so (laughs) he says yes now but then when he finds this girl what if she says no you love me for me I'm not gonna sign it right so then you can't stop that either so, you know, those are the things I worry about. Um, just like 
<clears throat> I don't worry about them going out into this, you know, getting into trouble because I think they're for the most part, they're pretty good kids um, and we keep them pretty busy so they don't have time to do all that. But those are my worries right now. So how about um, as far as them just like knowing how to be a gentleman towards like women, like opening the door for them or paying for dinner and and all that stuff. Have you talked, had a conversation with them about that? Yeah. I mean, I, you know, it's not like his dad opens the door for me. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, how do I teach him that when they're like, well, here's the thing. Do you even believe in that? Yeah. It's chivalry chivalry dead. dead. Yeah. I think so. For me, it is. I'm not, but I think so. One of the questions I I'm curious of is because you have boys, are you going, do you raise them as the ideal man that you would want, would have wanted? Not to say, no, not to knock any of <laughs> <Yeah>. our men. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. But like there's room for improvement, right? And yeah. you're like, hey, here's certain things that, you know, I, I have in my current spouse that I want to make sure that my son has or something that, you know, they could be better at. Yeah. Right. And I want to make sure my son son is like that as well, you know, as he becomes a man. Yeah. D- do you believe in any of that? So I don't, you know, believe in the whole car door opening, but I do have a friend that he's like one of my best friends from SoCal. And every time we go out to dinner, he'll pick me up and he always opens the door. Mm-hmm. And it's just the thing that he's always done. But he's the only person that I know that actually opens the door. Do you like for it me? though? What he does? I that? don't really care. Okay. Like it doesn't bother me. So I don't really teach the kids that, but I do teach them like if mommy's carrying groceries, you need to carry it in. Like just, you know, things like that. Or help grandma carry stuff in, help your aunt carry stuff in. So if they see like you know, any aunt or anybody like struggling to carry stuff, they're supposed to go out and help. That's, you know, me teaching them. The other thing I teach them or try to teach them is like communicate when you're angry. You know, don't be yelling and throwing stuff like your dad. Okay, (laughs) you need to chill and like, you know, take a step away and then go back into the situation, communicate. But, you know, it's hard. Yep. No, that that is very true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it's very interesting because, like I said, I only have a girl. So there are certain things that, you know, I want to instill in her. But then there's also my expectation of what a guy should be. Yeah. That I also probably put on her. Okay. You know what I mean? And what is that? So then I can see if I, <laughs> yeah. I, can see if I need to teach my kids these well, things. Well, I, I think, you know, look for a guy who has respect, right? Mm-hmm. And like just the courtesy of, like you said, if, you know, he, he shouldn't be hands-free as you're carrying stuff. Yeah. Um, and I, I think part of that she's, she's actually mm-hmm. seen with her dad, like opening the door, like when you're on a date. Yeah. Right? Like there is just good habits right because i i think in some cases chivalry is yeah i'm sure (laughs) and i think in some ways you know you're it's and it's hard be right because i think we want i i we want men to be men yeah but we want this also softer side because uh, growing up it was either one or the other yeah and i think we want like somewhat of a mix like of this perfect man yeah right because like it's funny because when i when i asked peter i said what do you think your role is as a husband Uh uh-huh and he's like to provide and to protect 
And I go, but not to be like kind and nice in your words and blah, blah, blah. He's like, my first responsibility is to provide and protect for this family. Mm -hmm. So like that is my focus. Right. And, you know, you may not like certain things that I say or do or how I say it, but I'm letting you know that's probably not a priority for me. Right. Right. So like I probably need to rethink of how like I I what things that I say to Vanessa, mm-hmm. because she might have this preconceived notion of this perfect guy that she may never find. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know. And if she does, <laughs> lucky her. Yeah. No, but I, I, it, like, it, I think it just dawns on me that, you know, some of the things that I tell her may not necessarily be the most realistic. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, as much as we all want perfect, perfect guys we don't right right (laughs) but the one that we have is perfect for us right yeah it suits us right and i think from peter's perspective how he says like to protect i think chung is in agreement with that too that's what he tells me and so i had recently told logan to start wrestling at first he was like no i don't want to do it i'm not going to be like dylan i said look you don't have to be like dylan but the reason why i want you to wrestle is because i want you to learn how to protect yourself and also if i'm out with you if something happens to me you can protect me so he was like okay mom whatever you want so i think that in a sense where i'm raising my boys where they need to protect themselves and the person that they're with too and i can tell you from raising a girl the the physical protection that you know you're instilling in your boys does not come across for for me like it's not on my list. Yeah. Although it should be. It should be. Yeah. Right. But yeah. again, it, there's other things that I'm looking at, but that's a really good point. Yeah. Because I think, you know, regardless if you're a guy or a girl, you should learn to protect mm-hmm. yourself. But yes, I can see boys needing to know <laughs> yes. how to do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, you know, overall, you just want them to be respectful you know, somewhat gentlemen. I mean, for me, it's like you don't have to open the door, but you should be respectful. Yeah. Like whoever you're with, don't ever lay a hand on that person. Right. Yeah. Or, you know, if you're upset with that person, then you walk away and then you come back and you have a conversation. But, you know, those are things that even with my own husband, I'm like, oh, just walk away right now. <laughs> <laughs> with you and your three girls, um, yeah. Liza, do you raise obviously you probably raise them a little differently just based on their personalities yes and their age because they're so far apart but what what do you feel like is consistently is a constant with the three that you want to teach and is that in relation to them being girls i mean dave Chappelle said it just keep them off the pole (laughs) <laughs> like that's just all my, my so far so yeah, good so far so good no but I feel like I mean I just want them to be able to take care of themselves and not depend on like just be independent mm-hmm. same thing they don't need a man to take care of them all the time and yep. I want them to to grow up and I guess and I, don't and I know. think and that I think that just transcends regardless if it's boys or girls yeah yeah I, and I think a lot of it starts getting a little blurry as well right just because like certain things now you go oh like for example if logan said hey mom and you you saw his interest in cooking Mm -hmm. would you stop him because you're like that's kind of a girly thing 
No, actually, it's funny because he does love cooking and like he'll make food for his brother and, you know, he does love it. And so I say, okay, you know, I I encourage it. I mean, that whole role thing, it's like, yeah, you know, but in reality, a lot of the famous chefs are Are men. men. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it's like it's not really a role anymore. They can get a lot of chicks that way. Like it's a plus. I wish I married a chef. (laughs) Exactly. Well, I can tell you my relationship with me and Peter, Peter cooks. So. Oh, nice. So you got lucky. (laughs) So I I am because I don't cook. And I think that's because part of it, too, is I like I don't other than like making rice and like probably making some top ramen and eggs, Vanessa probably can't cook because I don't really recall that as, again, one of the things that I would teach her. And that's what I mean about like it starts getting a little gray, like this, these roles that as we were growing up is no longer something I feel like is prevalent. Yeah. So like me growing up, my thing was like, I always want to get like, I want to be married, not necessarily have kids, but like I wanted to be a wife even when I was like really young. And now in this phase of my life, I'm like, I don't need to be married to be happy. I don't need that. So I kind of want that for my kids, too, is like that's not a thing, you know, and like if you don't want to have kids, you don't have to have kids. I think that's a really good point, because growing up, I think I envisioned, you know, that, oh, go to college get a good job, find a husband, get married, buy a house, have kids. Yeah. Like that was the way to happiness. Right. And that is definitely like, as I talked to Vanessa, she's like, I don't even know if I want kids, mom. Like, you know, like, so, which in a way I'm glad because I don't want her to feel like that's the only way to be happy. Right. Right. So, and I, I agree with you. I think, it's it's crazy because when we're growing up, that was kind of like the path to being happy. Yeah, that, those were the steps yes. to, to be happy. And, yeah. and I'm glad to see that for Vanessa, she's not looking at it that way. So, yeah. And, you know, I was really fortunate where my parents didn't push that on us. It's not like we had to be married or had to have kids. I honestly didn't want to have kids. And when I found out I was, you know, pregnant. I was like, oh, well, here we go. <laughs> you know, what else am I going to do? Like, I'm just going to try to be the best mom that I can be. So, you know, it's a blessing that I did have the two boys. But, you know, when I was their age, I didn't want to have kids. And like to your point with Haley, I honestly didn't know how to cook. I didn't do my own laundry, mm-hmm. any of that until I went away for college. Like I moved out. So I think for our kids, and it's partly my fault, too. I spoil the kids. Right. Yeah. And you you feel like, oh, you know, they can't do that. So I'm going to do it for them. But in reality, it's like if we let them do it and we make them do it, then they probably would. Yeah. Yeah. Irene, I, I want to ask because we have one sex. You have a combination of boys and a girl. Yeah. Do you see a difference in how, like, obviously there's the personality thing, but is there certain things that you go, you know what, she needs to, she needs to learn this, the boys not so much, or the boys need to learn this, but she doesn't have to so, as much. Um, interestingly, like you, you said with uh, just uh, chores, right? Um, Paul is assigned to do, to let the kids do the chores. Like I, I, 
I'm not, um, especially with the uh, yard work and maybe garbage. So she actually switches. Like Alina also has to do the garbage. Like with the yard work, Alina also has to do that. And for the cooking, I let the boys cook. I, like everybody has to cook, help. So I teach them like, let's say like from beginning, like fry an egg. So everybody knows how to fry an egg. Yeah. yeah. So, and Isaiah, he likes to cook. So he helps me once in a while. Or I ask him, hey, um, let's do, let's plan a meal for mm-hmm. this evening. Does he still want to be a chef? No. <laughs> <laughs> but I encourage him. It's good to know how to cook because it's a very um, useful life skill. Yeah. Yes. yeah absolutely. For, for so, yeah, for boys and girls. So, yeah, I think I'm not sure about. Uh, um, other stuff but um, I just want to go back to um, what Lana was saying about wor- getting worried about the, like of course for the girl to be pregnant and for the boys to get a girl pregnant so you treat them the same way like you tell them about the things that they can do to avoid this mm-hmm. no matter which part they're gonna get right but I worry more about the boys, especially during the time of the Me Too movement. Yes. I had two boys and I also had a girl. So I I kind of worried about Alina, but really more of the boys because uh, like there was a comedian. Who was that guy? Aziz Ansari? Like he just had a bad date. And the one girl wrote uh, an op-ed article about him and he was canceled. Like he had to leave the U.S. He yeah. had to live in London. So can you imagine only like for like I was worried about I said but they, that, that could happen to them, right? Like an accusation. Yeah, like it was just an accusation. And so I was like, how do I prepare my boys not to be an, of course, an abuser and a victim at the same time? Yeah. So And just talking about that, like when I think about Vanessa going out, I always tell her you need to... Make sure you're not by yourself, even if you're going to the restroom, like make sure, you know, a friend's with you, making sure that if you were to get a drink that you see the drink. Like these are things that, is that something that you would teach your boys or actually doesn't even come up? That doesn't come up like going by yourself or you know and i think drink. that's more for girls yeah i think yeah. so because me I, dating i do that now like if someone were to get me a drink i'm like watching my drink like yeah the yeah. guy get me a drink like like a hawk you know do you cover your drink when you go to the restroom or no i take it with me okay. and i drink it in the okay. bathroom <laughs> I, I, don't like, leave, let me I don't leave my drink alone okay. i don't it's just you know i'm just very paranoid but i think a lot of for the big thing for you know raising boys too is just like consent yeah. Like yeah. Consent, consent is a big thing. Like, yes. Make sure you get consent. Always ask. Yeah. Always, you know, check with the girl to see and if it's uh, okay. And the thing is, like <laughs> I yeah. I joke with Dylan, but in reality, you might have to. I said, check the ID. Check oh, her ID. And yeah, like yeah. I joke with them all the time. Like I say, Oh, in college, you know, if you're gonna do this thing that you're gonna do, then <laughs> you, you check the ID. And he's like, Whatever, mom. I said, No, seriously, like you don't know if girls. He's already an yeah. adult. You mean? Yeah. Because okay. by the time he's in college, these girls mature so fast. You don't, you don't know. Like a 14 year old can look like she's 18. And you know what? I've been the one in high school w- that I would go out and lie about my age. Oh, really? Yeah. Luckily, I stayed out of trouble, but I would lie. I I, I would be like 16, 17. 
you know, you go out to the 18 and under clubs. Oh, oh I'm in yeah. my twenties, you yeah. know? And I, I, back then it was different. They didn't, back you know, then they didn't it was care. different. Yeah. But you could borrow somebody's ID yeah, and get away yeah. with it. No, or no one <laughs> even thought to ask. Right. right. But now it's just like, you, you need to yes. make sure because you can get in big trouble, even though, for instance, even though if Dylan, that happened to Dylan and he didn't know, he could still get in trouble. Yep. You know, yeah. yep. it's like, that's it's like tough. statutory yeah. rape right exactly. there. Yeah. yeah. It destroys their life. Yeah. The rest of their lives. So and that's very that's scary. One mistake. Yeah. Right? How interesting that you guys brought that up because I, I, me, I, I didn't even consider it because, again, I don't have a boy. But yeah, yeah that's a big thing now because of what we're seeing in our society. Yeah. Right. And it's it's sad too because then it takes away for the the victims that are you know really the are victims, victims yeah. right mm-hmm. versus. You know, and I'm not saying every girl out there is going to do it, but sometimes you never know. They might run into a girl that really, really likes them. Right. And they're like, oh, no, I want to be with him. I'm going to do everything I can. Mm -hmm. And, you know, something in their head triggers like I'm going to do all these things. They in their mind think it's right, but it's not right. Yeah. Oh, well, so I'm, I'm just making sure I think for the kids, both kids, you're making sure they have the right friends. Yes. That's really the big influence right there. So I try to get to know the friends for Alina and for Ben and Isaiah. I think that's kind of my support. And of course, I for whatever the boys maybe like that talk. So I have, I have, fortunately, I have a partner that could do it. So... Now, I try to push everything to <laughs> So do you separate those talks where you're like, okay, I'll talk to Alina because I'm, you know, we're, we're, we're females kind of. and then, you know, and it sounds like you, you're pretty, you and Dylan are pretty close. Yeah. You don't, you actually don't see no. that as being an issue. I, I had mm-hmm. the talk with him and then I, it's so funny when I first had the talk with him, I said, okay, look up all the different STDs that you can get. Oh my God. And how write disgusting. me a whole Wow, yes and, and he, look at the pictures <laughs> and so he's like mom ew i said no this is the only way you're gonna learn so he i think i have it in a google doc somewhere but oh he's like God. really mom i said yes do it and then so i was joking with logan logan when that day comes you're gonna have to do the same <laughs> and he's just like shaking his head but yeah that's coming up lana i know oh, it's okay. coming up but for Dylan, yeah, I don't see whether gender or not. I didn't have Trung talk to him. It's, but I did tell him like, look, if you need condoms, go tell your dad or go buy yourself. You know, (laughs) but it's just one of those things. And like Tammy always asked me, do you know if he, you know, lost his virginity? I said, I don't know, and I don't want to know. I know it's gonna happen. Would he tell you? I think he would tell me if I asked, but I don't choose. He wouldn't just tell you. No, no, that. That would so be awkward. a little weird, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Story time. Yeah. yeah. So he, he has a friend where I'm friends with his mom. And apparently we just found out that he lost his virginity only because the mom kept pressuring and asking him. And he's like, yes, I did. Oh, and my so God. Then he told his dad that he told his mom and then his dad told me and I'm like oh my gosh it's a whole thing so awkward yeah. yeah but it's it's like one of those things you already know it's gonna happen if not had happened already but I just don't want to know yeah and yeah. then you could just you did your job you told yeah. them you yeah. know to stay protected yeah 
the whole STD essay thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think my biggest focus for him right now is just like making sure that he, you know, wants to go to whatever college he wants to go and like with his wrestling, whatever that may be. Yeah. yeah. Now, if any of the boys didn't want to go to college, would you be OK with that? Oh, that would be really tough because yeah. in my head it, and I tell him all the time, college is not an option. You can't yeah. sit around in my house and do nothing. Yeah. And I get it. College is not for everybody. But I think if my parents didn't force me to go to college, then I probably would have sat around and did nothing. I mean, there's no, I don't have a talent. It's not like I can do makeup or hair or something like that. I mean, why would you if you could just stay home anyway? Yeah, Yeah. I wish, you know, but I wanted to be a stay at home wife, but that didn't happen. So I had to go to work. (laughs) And luckily, you know, I went to school and I I found something that I liked. But, you know, if one day Logan says, I don't want to go to college. But if he says, like, I want to follow in my dad's footsteps and go into construction, then I would be like, OK, yeah. that's fine. As long as they are finding something. Right. Yeah. But before it's always like college is not an option. You have to go. But I think for Dylan, he wants to go. Logan, he's still fairly young. He says he wants to go, but who knows? Yeah. That can change. Yeah. I think for me, it's more of just find something that will at this like fulfill you, but at the same time, support yourself. Yeah. Whether it be go to college or start a business or, you know, something. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that would be my biggest thing. How about for you? Uh, well, for Vanessa, she told me at a young age that she didn't want to go to college. And I told her, I said, okay, if you don't want to go to college, then you need to come up with another plan Mm -hmm. and show me, you know, that you want to do something else and that you've done the work and you can tell me how you're going to get there. And she found that that was harder (laughs) to do. (laughs) She's like, forget it. College is easier. You can just be an actress. (laughs) She she found that that's a little harder to do. And so I think she's concluded that going to college is probably an easier route because it's kind of all laid out for you. Yeah. Like I said, okay, you if if she wanted to be an actress, I'm like, okay, be an actress. Where's you know your acting classes and what auditions did you find that you want to like all that's work right yeah and this is on top of like her her normal school day and she's like hey that's that's a lot of work Mm -hmm. so she's concluded that probably college is her route for me that's totally fine i I, i'm kind of in that same boat as you guys uh if you don't want to go to college tell us and show us how what what else you're going to do because you're not going to just sit around figuring it out I just I don't believe in that Mm -hmm. because I think they can sit around and figure it out for a long time. Yeah, they'll like milk it until I'm still figuring it out. So yeah, well, I mean because it takes a lot of energy to figure something out, and you have to try, and then you in in a lot of cases you realize that wasn't what you wanted to do. Exactly. So you have to go and do something else, right? And and it's like a, a restart over and over, and that's a lot of work. So I am so glad we talked about this yeah. because I, I learned something yeah. in regards to raising boys that I didn't realize you guys faced. I think for me, just thinking about like what I've heard, it's like there's the blurriness now. It's no longer here's how you raise girls and here's how you raise boys. Right. Right. And I think that is like when I say blurry, it's not necessarily blurry, but that line starts to now disappear Mm -hmm. because 
I think what I'm getting from all of us is you want to raise a strong, independent, respectful, self-sufficient person. Yeah. Regardless if they're a guy or a girl. So I'm actually glad to, to hear that because those roles are starting to kind of go away. I think that's a good thing. I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks, Lana, for joining us. Very interesting conversation. It was fun. Thank you.